Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is September 26th of 2023, and we're celebrating Tuesday of the 25th week in Ordinary Time. It's also the optional memorial of Saints Cosmas and Damien, martyrs. They're reported, or tradition holds, that they are were physicians who healed people and that eventually went to their heavenly reward after martyrdom. Today's Gospel comes to us from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 8, verses 19-21. through 21. The mother of Jesus and his brothers came to him, but were unable to join him because of the crowd. He was told, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside, and they wish to see you. He said to them in reply, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and act on it. In today's brief gospel, Jesus offers what seems to be a rebuke to his family members. His mother and brothers, which we can take to mean cousins or really any male relative, search for him. And yet he replies, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and act on it. We can consider two points and apply them to our lives. First, the sacrifice that is asked of us and of our families. And second, the greatness of our call. Regarding the first, it's simply a fact that following Christ, particularly in religious life or as a priest, but even in general, means a certain distancing from our families. Now, again, particularly for religious, this might be in a physical sense, meaning that we're not in the same state or even the same country, but particularly, and this for everyone, in the sense of ordering our affections for them, right? Later in Luke's gospel, we'll hear Christ say, If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, he cannot be my disciple. That word hate doesn't mean despise or loathe. It's it's a, a Semitic way of speaking, which means to love less, right? Yeah, anybody who really wants to follow Christ has to love him more than anything else, even more than the families. Otherwise, our love for Christ plays second fiddle to something else, and that other thing becomes the center of our lives and our attention. Now again, this doesn't mean that we stop loving our families. On the contrary, that love is reordered towards the highest goal, helping them get to heaven through my prayers, sacrifices, and examples. The saints understood this very well. For instance, St. Charles de Foucault wrote, My greatest sacrifice was being separated from my family. Once I was in the Trappist Abbey, I suffered a great deal. It wasn't the community that made me suffer. Indeed, all were very good with me. Rather, it was the thought of my family that tortured me. At times, I said within myself, always, always, never, never. Always to live here, never to see them again. Or writing to his family, the missionary martyr St. Theophane Venard told him, I cannot help longing for you and missing you terribly sometimes. But love suffers and is resigned. And the thoughts of heaven grow more vivid as we become more detached from all on earth. Only a little more trust, a little more confidence in God, a little more patience. And the end will come, and the past weary years will seem like nothing. Then will arrive the moment of reunion, and all will be amply compensated for and repaid, principal and interest. So from that letter, you can tell Theophane Venner loves his father, but it's an ordered love 
because it's subordinate to the highest possible good, which is God and spending eternity with him. Secondly, though, in this, in this gospel, we also see the greatness of our call. Christ himself tells us that anyone who hears the Father's word and acts on it is like his mother, which is no small thing. Now, St. Bede the Venerable explains this by saying, those who hear the word of God and do it are called the mother of our Lord, because in their daily actions or words, they bring him forth, as it were, in their innermost hearts. In other words, they give birth to the Savior again. And likewise, as we minister to others, be that as priests or religious, or even as lay people, parents, teachers, children, who pray and work in charity, we also help them to bring about this birth in their own lives. As St. Elizabeth of the Trinity wrote, the life of the priest is an advent which prepares the incarnation in souls. The advent of the priest, the life of the priest, is an advent which prepares the incarnation in souls. So today we ask through the intercession of Mary, Mother of God, for the grace to be like her, a mother who brought forth a son for the world, that the world might be redeemed. <laughs>